0: Good morning, this is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to invite you to this week's edition of Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. Today, we're going to talk about our ego, more specifically about letting go our ego. Our scripture text will come out of Galatians 19, 20, and it reads, I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. One of the lessons I learned this past year is when to let go. Letting go has taught me to pray often, wait expectantly, and trust unequivocally. When I've Let go and let God, the results are always more than I could have accomplished in my own power. Much of the difficulty comes in letting go. I must admit lie in my inability to let go of my ego. Ego in this case is not an exaggerated sense of self-importance, but the use of fleshly knowledge and human effort to accomplish God's purpose. This is often the case with believers who endeavor to live righteous and holy lives in their own power. Some people attempt to do this by works. They visit the sick, feed the hungry, and do all the things they think will please the Lord. Others become masters of discipline. They read their Bibles every day, fast and pray, and tithe their 10%. Regardless of their approach, they often miss the mark as they use their fleshly methods to create spiritual outcomes. This was true of Paul as he attempted to live a holy life. It's outlined in Romans 7, 15 through 21, when Paul communicates his inability to live the life that he chooses to now that he has been redeemed by Christ. I don't know why I do the things I do. The things that I don't want to do, I do. And inevitably, I do what is wrong. That was Paul's observation in a nutshell. Interestingly, the pronoun I in the passage in Greek is translated into ego. Paul's failure was not due to lack of works or poor self-discipline, nor was it the result of a poor attitude or stinking thinking. There are two culprits responsible for his struggle. The first was his ego. Paul attempted to handle sin in his own strength. His best efforts only resulted in frustration. The second perpetrator was indwelling sin. The unwanted tenacity of sin left in Paul's unregenerated flesh. What was the best solution for Paul's dilemma? Let go the ego. Paul's struggle ended when he let go and turned to the power within him, God the Spirit. As believers, we will frequently face many struggles in our lives, especially struggle with sin. While Christ has delivered us from the penalty of sin, justification, and the power of sin, sanctification, we are yet awaiting to be fully delivered from the presence of sin at which time we will receive our glorified bodies. Sin's presence will be experienced as long as we live in this fallen world and reside in unregenerated flesh. How then are we to live victoriously? Let go our ego. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.